When I wrote Hard on Break in 2016, I looked out at the then online manosphere and I saw only a few players who were creating positive content exclusively for men. In fact, I didn't even know this online space existed until after I wrote my book. So I knew there was a place for me within it all because no one was saying, hey, you should take a break from relationship to follow your life's purpose before looking for love again. And this is exactly what my book is about. What's up, world? This is Nakata, the author of Heart on Break, your metaphysical coach. And this is the I Am Nakata podcast. In episode three here, I am going to dig into what is the manosphere and what are its effects on men. It's honestly not entirely clear if it's about learning game on women, men complaining about women, or men embracing a higher form of masculinity. Ultimately, we've got to get down to the bottom line of what purpose it actually is serving. And I do know that it is serving a purpose. And I do know that it's an important space for men these days to talk about the things that they've experienced in relationships and in life. The motivation for writing my book had more to do with what I was going through in life rather than me looking out and imitating others or reading this book and being inspired by that book and various other things like that. It, it, it really wasn't that for me, real talk. It really wasn't that. I was pissed off with the series of events that happened in my life and I wrote my book. And then when I finished writing the book, I I started to think to myself, okay, well, um, is this kind of content even out on the internet? It was like, who's going to buy this shit? I, I wasn't aware of any particular manosphere any particular male-only content outside of Christian men's books and motivational stuff like that, that I was aware of. Everybody's aware of that stuff to a certain degree. But a space where men can literally talk about what they're experiencing in relationships and really be embraced and be understood by others and actually flesh it out. I just wasn't aware that anything existed like that until after I wrote my book. And I wish I knew about some of the content that was already there for men before I wrote the book, because I probably would have wrote a better book, quite honestly. Like, you know, we all got to be able to take from some of the leaders in a particular space to help us develop our own leadership in whatever space that we want to command. So I can't definitively say that the Manosphere was an influence on my book. But it has been a great influence since then. And I know for a fact that for many, 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 many young men in particular who didn't have fathers, who didn't have great male role models, who didn't have, you know, women who were supportive of their purpose, who weren't told that they had a purpose, like they needed this space. Because me personally, I had my own manosphere amongst my cousins and my father. There was a lot of boys in my family and most of them were older than me. So we all clicked up and had to discuss all the things that we were going through, but we didn't particularly have the answers with women, which is why one of my cousins lost a meal in a divorce and another one lost a few hundred thousand. Like men are used to just complaining about the differences that women bring these days and really don't understand what the solutions are. 
And five years after writing my book, there's a lot of respect for content creators in the manosphere who are actually helping men who didn't know nor understand what was going on with these women. We have a better understanding now because of all the content that's here to reveal all the closet feminism that we've been subject to in relationships, not really understanding that this mindset, this mentality among our women are just naturally going to alienate men, especially if you're a man who has a masculine essence. And and the truth is, you know, a lot of this is here to dull down your masculinity. I create a lot of health content for men, and I actually do have herbs dealing with low testosterone because low testosterone is an issue in this country, not merely because of what we've been taught and influenced, but also because of our diet and, you know, our lack of exercise and various other things. So like, you know, we're, we are in an increasingly feminized culture that really doesn't advocate for men being men and the more masculine you are in essence the more endangered you are you're either going to be in jail or you're either going to be jobless because for the most part masculine men don't take too much shit from weaker men who think that they're stronger than us because they have a higher position than us i mean quite frankly i'm i'm one of those dudes like no matter how good i do in these jobs i always get fired because i always end up telling somebody to kiss my ass and and, you know, like at some point I had to recognize that it's not me all the time. It's just the fact that this person who has this power or this position feels like they, they can spit on me. And like, you know, I'll be waiting for you outside and you're going to have a fucking problem with that if you come at me incorrectly. And this is what's missing in the world these days. And we know this. But with the low testosterone that most of us have, we're never going to get up and stand up for the right things. Most men are desperately trying to defend their egos, which is the, the pseudo personality that they think that they are. But the real question is, you know, what are men learning in the online manosphere at this moment? You know, initially for me, and I would say initially starts somewhere around 2016 after I wrote my book, uh, a lot of the content I saw was bitter. It was bitter men, bitter and hurt men, but it was all very truthful about the realities that men face in relationships today. And, and I know this firsthand because I had to write a whole entire fucking book about some of the things that I faced in relationships that I just was not ready for. And if anybody knows me, man, I, my father is 79 years old. Like his concept of relationships is really based in some 1950s, 1960s stuff, even though I will say he's pretty modern and, and he's been neutered to a certain degree by the feminist culture because he's married to somebody with a PhD. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And he's highly educated himself. But the truth is his concept of relationships, marriage, sex, and various other things just really doesn't align with the way women are these days. So a lot of what he taught me as a young boy, yeah, some of it is applicable, but a lot of it isn't. Because it requires a woman who has that kind of understanding and that kind of, you know, connection to her feminine essence that a lot of these young women these days do not have unless, of course, they come from a household where they had feminine women, feminine wives who were serving masculine men in families. And that just that just isn't the case. You know, so, you know, a lot of us actually need a space to really get the clarity that we're mixing 
old world and new world. And I'm talking old world as in recently modern, um, very modern, because 1950s, 1960s is not old. 1940s is not old. There are a lot older concepts governing men and women's relationships that we're totally not in harmony with. But the bottom line is you're trying to be a 1950s type of man to a 1980s type of woman. And really and truly, I don't think that women, especially in the context of their femininity, I don't believe that they've evolved much further than the 1980s, just like we ourselves as men haven't evolved much further than the 1960s and 1970s when it all became a fuck fest, right? So from my observation in 2016, MIGTO was the only thing that made sense to me. It really did. Like MIGTO, it just makes sense. It made everything that they said made sense. But I, when I was listening to that stuff, I hadn't gotten to the point where I realized how bad it was with the women yet. I, I hadn't gotten to that point. And I couldn't really see myself off in the woods, growing my own food and living entirely by myself with no woman around. And I still don't want that, even though I'd rather do that than to be caught up in any kind of feminist relationship, any kind of ridiculous ass relationship that 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 serves a woman and doesn't serve me nor my family. But, you know, at that time, the manosphere, I would say, was still growing, was still evolving. And we've had a lot of growth over the last couple of years in this online space, because even in 2016 and even before that, we can literally say that the mass majority of what was online for men was pickup artist stuff. And even though that stuff is still out there, it was the majority of what was out there teaching you how to pick up on women, how to score with women, how to have sex with women, how to have better game. And, and, and quite frankly, you know, the whole game culture is still a big part of the manosphere. And I'm not going to knock it because it's needed. But the then manosphere just clearly showed to me the fragility of masculinity, the fact that we're dealing with two generations of boys and men whose fathers were missing at work or missing entirely from their lives and the subsequent difficulties involved in recovering from this. Because let's say, for example, your grandfather was a workaholic who missed out on being able to father your father who then had children and totally wasn't there for the children that he had. Like, you know, the shit rolls downhill and we're actually dealing with a lot of this these days because it's not just mere fatherlessness that we're dealing with. We're dealing with the absence of masculinity within some fathers who were there. And this pseudo masculinity that arose simply because these men who were at work 10 to 12 hours a day, them being able to work and make money and take care of a family was the epitome of their masculinity. Even though you can say that's the epitome of how enslaved they are. But that's a whole different conversation that I'd love to hear what your guys' opinions are on that. But let's deal with the facts here. Let's, let's really deal with the facts. So we're literally recovering from this generation. And we clearly haven't recovered because it's not only the men who have been drastically affected by it. The women have, too. They were suffering from the missing at work father and the entirely missing father in their lives, too. So a lot of what we're getting from them has a lot to do with this. But the difference is they came a socially engineered form of femininity that filled the gaps for them, so to speak. 
and you know the socially engineered modern masculinity whose entire identity revolves around his ability to get a woman and keep a job became the standard as well from the 1940s on masculinity was more so defined based on your ability to keep a job, your ability to work, your ability to find a place within the work labor field. Now, of course, I've spoken about this before, but this is just wage slavery and there's nothing honorable about it, especially now that we're in 2022 and we see what the results of this has been. It's totally worked against us and we're reeling. So now if you don't have some crypto dollars or if you don't have a great, great, great job spanned by years of experience or years of education, you really don't have a solid place in this work field because most of the jobs have been long shipped off to other countries who are the primary manufacturers these days, unlike what the United States was positioned to be in the 20s, 30s, and 40s. We were positioned to be the leaders of manufacturing. These social things have affected masculinity much bigger than we know, and thereby it has affected the so-called manosphere because the space, like I said, was literally filled with pickup artists showing men who literally don't have swag, who didn't have fathers around, how to sleep with women or how to get their girlfriends back. That was a big part of it. And like I said, it's still in many ways a big part of what this whole manosphere masculine space is. Now, amongst it, was a lot, a lot, a lot of information, a lot of content advising men not to get married, right? And that's still huge in the space today. Don't get married was and still is major content. All the anti-marriage talk of the manosphere was familiar to me because like I, I've consistently alluded to, I have family members who are going through divorces, losing, you know, six figures and a million and more. And, you know, when men lose a lot of money in failed marriages, there's a lot of talk that goes on. It's because who are you fucking going to talk to about this? You know, my cousin de-stressed on me for those years he was um, going through a, a high-profile divorce. And he was trying to teach me, you know, about the Decepticon ways of modern women. And he was trying to teach me this stuff way before I had to learn the hard way. Had I really internalized what he meant... You know, <laughs> I probably would have um, literally avoided some of the stuff that I had to go through and still have to go through. You know, my cousin, he was like this huge, he's like this huge Patrice O'Neill content consumer from those times. And he'd been talking heavily about this stuff since his divorce. And I think well, he's, the divorce happened in 08 or something. So he was always on this women, 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 women stuff. And I was just like, bro, like this is excessive. Pardon the interruption. If you're enjoying the content that I'm sharing here on this brand new podcast, guys, please do your boy a favor and leave some reviews, leave some comments, like, share, do all that stuff. So I really wouldn't listen to him for, for two reasons. One, I thought like I literally thought at that time, circa 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, these years before I even got entangled or caught up. I, I thought I was God's gift to women because that's how they made me feel. You know, I, I, and at that point in my life, I literally did not have any issues with women in relationships. I was still getting virgins and shit like that or women who had, I was number two or number three or something like that. Most of my relationships consisted of women who were of that caliber. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the other reason that I wouldn't listen to him because I thought... A lot of his situation had more to do with him marrying a white woman because he did marry a white woman. But boy, 
Was I wrong about that? <laughs> I was totally wrong on that because literally based on cultural appropriation, all women in America eventually become white women. I don't care what color their skin is. The only difference these days is the skin tone and possibly the fucking hair. And, and quite frankly, black women have hair that looks like white women. So I wouldn't even go so far as to say the hair is a difference. It's, it, it's just skin tone and skin tone and accent maybe i don't know they all sound the same to me anyways but the mass majority of male only content these days is about men adjusting their approach to modern women in order to have more successful relationships and this is what i noticed early and this is why my book was like the opposite of that fuck the relationships all together let's take a break from them shits you get what I'm saying? Let's stop adjusting our approach to women. Let's stop viewing women as the prize. Let's stop viewing ourselves as worthy only when we're attracting women. That's what my book is about. Because unfortunately, most of our lessons, our biggest lessons in life come from failed relationships when they should actually be coming from being taught, having a rites of passage, having a father, having men who are counseling you, having things that you've gone through that help you find your purpose, knowing what you're here for. That should be our biggest lessons in life, but it's not. And that's because that stage of our life, when we're supposed to be finding ourselves and channeling who we're becoming, we're being socially encouraged to go after relationships. And that's around 13, 14, 15 years old. And for many of us, our exposure to porn and sexual content started way before that. So it's natural that men now literally have to unhook themselves from this female validating system. But nonetheless, they're not doing it. We're still literally out here trying to adjust our approach to women. We still are. I think it's highly dysfunctional. But on the other hand, I do believe that it's a necessary teaching. Because like I said, if my father was able to tell me that, well, you know, modern women are different these days and this, that and that and tell me some of the differences, I would have been more prepared because shit, I listened to the dude. You get what I'm saying? What's really ironic about all of the content that you see on in the manosphere these days talking about modern women, this and modern women, that is that today's men are as modern as the women are. The only difference is that we were still approaching relationships like it's the 1950s, maybe the 1960s, because the 1960s was when promiscuity grew. Because what people don't understand is that men and women don't naturally seek to go fuck everybody. But with the introduction of drugs and, and alcohol into the culture as it was in the 1960s and 70s, like it made women looser. It made men looser. You get what I'm saying? Things change. You know, you were coming from a culture right before that where you were almost guaranteed to be the first guy to sleep with her. Now, the 60s and 70s, after the 60s and 70s, you might be the first, but shit, it's, it's 2021 now. You almost guaranteed not to be the first. We've been trying to approach relationships like pre-1950s when women are no longer like that. Things have changed since then, but... Because of the social engineering, men have been the last to change, the last to adapt. So I would say for sure that one of the biggest roles that the manosphere is playing right now is helping 
unsuspecting and naive young men adapt to where women actually are mentally, socially, and educationally. They are not the same anymore. So your approach should not look anything like the 1940s or the 1950s. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And quite frankly, a lot of us are not even conscious of what these different approaches look like. And what's also ironic there's just too much irony for me in the fact that men think that the epitome of successful relationships is emulating relationships from the 1950s. It's almost like today's men and women are oblivious to the history of man and woman prior to this age. I mean, it's very short-sighted of us, and and it's time that we evolve out of it. And quite frankly, I can say for sure that in these last five, six years, I see the manosphere evolving. It is. The manosphere was literally on the verge of just being an online space for hurt men to vent just on you. And, you know, it was mostly on YouTube as it still is instead of on Facebook, because Facebook is technically an online space for hurt women to vent. Right. So, you know, you can't vent too much as a hurt man on Facebook or, you know, women will come in your inbox and this, that and that. Like I get so much of that stuff. I've gotten so much of it over the years. I'm, I'm so glad that I get less of it these days. But based on my observations around 2018 to 2019, I started to see a bigger change in the content on the manosphere that to me embraced a lot of my philosophy of men finding their purpose and taking time away from relationships to do the healing work that they need to do because that's what I talk about in my book like there's no way that you've gone through all the shit that you've gone through in your life that has affected you so tremendously that you just sit around and pretend like it didn't happen just so you can be in a relationship and this is what a lot of men were doing and then eventually breaking down in these relationships and giving the women all the this angst and all these stones to throw at us because we were so hurt in these situations. So, you know, the philosophy that I wrote in my book and, and I've seen a lot of content creators adapting, even guys who were just talking about lying to women to, to screw them are now talking about purpose. You know, they still are applying too much emphasis on leveling up for the purpose of impressive women. But to this day, the content still definitely heavily leans towards how to get and or deal with women. It's just that now, you know, certain content creators are really expanding the breadth of what it means to be a man. You know, it can't just be about leveling up and doing shit for, for the pleasing of women. Sometimes it's got to be focusing on you, dealing with your issues. And also like, there are men who want family still. It's not just a bunch of pickup line artists out here looking to screw women. There are men who literally want families. And if some of you guys who want families are sitting here listening to these pickup artists and telling you what you need to do to attract women, trust me, 99% of the times that shit's not going to work either. What's up, guys? I know you hear me talking about the coaching that I do. You can connect with me for coaching at my website, IamNakata.com and HeartOnBreak.com for one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions that dig deeper than just why the relationship failed, why she broke up with you, because I understand that many men are coming from this position to really wake up and take life seriously. Many of us have been totally distracted by the desires of pursuing relationships and have never been really challenged to know themselves. Man, know thyself and to thyself be true. The metaphysical coaching that I do provides you with an opportunity to know yourself on a metaphysical level, energetically speaking, so that way you can better understand your life's purpose, better understand your relationship compatibilities, and better understand who you're supposed to work with, the light and shadow sides of the energies that you possess. 
you won't regret it. You can run your chart for free at jovianarchive.com before you book a session with me. I look forward to working with you. You know, the rise of Kevin Samuels has been a big part of the way the manosphere is viewed these days. Listen, man, I, I can't disagree with anything that he's brought forth. I actually love his content. I'm not a avid fan of his or an avid follower of his. I'm, I'm not an avid follower of any of these guys who are making content online, but I know of some of them that I do like, and, and I've listened to enough Kevin Samuels to understand that he's representing the truth. He's representing the truth. He is, in essence, very much a modern man, though. And, you know, the other content creators that are doing big things out here in the space, which, of course, I address some of those guys in my, my 2021 year review podcast which you should definitely listen to if you haven't but i definitely feel as if kevin samuel's rise has definitely balanced out some of the content that's there and of course he interfaces primarily with women on his channel which is something that that i would never do but women are your number one consumers of almost everything out there including content and material objects of course they're the number one consumers so it has shows position to get their attention but what he does is he shows it to you very clearly that for the most part, they don't know how to be with you. They themselves are so modern that they don't understand the purpose of relationships and they're totally out of touch with their feminine identity. And that's real. And, and that'll continue to be a conversation that's had. And there are a lot of content creators out there that are showing men how to avoid these women, but it's damn near impossible. You know what I'm saying? To avoid these women, because like we're we're we, we're in the game now. We've been in the game for, for 50 years, man. Like you got to become a master you're going to choose modern women and have anything that resembles tradition. Is that, you know what I'm saying? They're anti-patriarch and they shouldn't be, but they're anti-patriarch. So, you know, the space itself is evolving and it's evolving out of a space that primarily seemed like a space for hurt men. You get what I'm saying? Because a lot of people used to say that my content was for hurt men. But the truth is, there's a lot of fucking hurt men for a reason. You know, a lot of these guys are hurt because they do not understand modern women. And they themselves, as modern men, are consistently trying to be traditional when they're not. So there's so much reappropriation and reconditioning of our minds that needs to be done. And the Manosphere is definitely here to help us serve this purpose. The game culture, for the most part, at this point in time, is written all over the manosphere. Whether someone is saying it overtly or covertly, like, you know, for the most part, Kevin Samuel talks about game in a visual aesthetic kind of approach. Looks good. And that's representative being, you know, well off or having some money, having some status, having some class. So you dress according to that. And that's a big deal for men these days. We've been trying to fit that part for as long as masculinity has been out. That's always going to be a part of masculinity. And it's not always going to be entirely for attracting women, even though that's a big part of it. Looking good, having things that are impressive, so to speak, is an attraction point for modern women these days. It's just the holistic aspect of masculinity that men need to really understand. They're just not going to get it from the game culture. They're not going to get it from the from the body game, the looks game, or whatever game that you're playing to show or attract women. You're really not going to. And um, that's the dominant information that's out here on the manosphere, even though it's not 
everything, but it's a big part of it. And I don't necessarily see learning game for young men as a bad thing these days. It being the dominant source of growth or information that you see out there is the problem within itself. But it certainly has its pros and, and its cons because, you know, most young men pursue sex and relationships for validation purposes. And the truth is, because we start this at such a young age, the longer we continue to approach relationships and, and approach women in particular in this fashion, the more at risk we are from you know, engaging in these behaviors. The real danger is being 35, 45 years old, still using game to attract women, but getting nowhere with women, getting nowhere with relationships, not really capable of um, breaking away from this approach. It's almost second nature to you. And at this point, you're likely to be repeating the same mistakes with women over and over because the validation seeking is so embedded into your psyche. So this is the case why, you know, there needs to be more information out here that men have to consume and have to learn to really bring up their level of, of masculinity. But at the same time, though, no, without game, many young men are practically doomed in relationships where they're seeking to be validated by sex or having a certain kind of woman. You know, without game, you're doomed because this is a superficial market. The majority of the sexual marketplace is, is based on lies. It's based on illusions, representatives, and the faster you're able to score, so to speak, as a man, the higher your perceived value may seem. And the truth is, this is an arena where if you have no game, you really have to have the other things. You really have to be very good looking. You really have to have the material things. You really have to be very attractive, well-known, high status, various other things. With no game, you're not going to get very far. But there's so many different men are trying to get ahead by playing that game. But the real truth about game is this. Game is about being positioned according to your value. And not allowing women to reposition you. And you see, if a man hasn't even done the work on what his value is, what his identity is, what his purpose is, if he's not really dedicated to any work in his life that's observable to others, then he, for the most part, is not going to be able to hold any position. He's going to seek to be in a position that's that can change at any time. It's not going to be a strong position because I know a lot of guys, including myself, you know, you thought you were the hot stuff. You thought you were in a great position. And then once you get in a relationship or once you get her, she turns the tables on you and you go from being pursued to be the one that's pursuing because your position is not strong enough. You can't hold it. So, you know, that's really what game is about. So without knowing self, without having anything sustainable that represents you, you're going to lose even if you put on that game in the beginning because you don't have much behind it. But it's also about delivery and timing for guys, you know, learning how to say the right thing at the right time. You know, the elusive obvious being there, but not being there, not being so available to women. All these different things are delivery and timing, basically charm and availability. The thing about game is even though we need it to deal with modern women is that it really does feed into the female validation seeking process that many men have already been taught ever since they were young boys and are consistently being taught throughout society anyways. It's just that with good game, 
you're kind of in better control of the outcome of these situationships that you get yourself caught up in. But the real truth is what many of these guys will never be able to tell you who are talking all this game is that you really don't need game for wife caliber women and wife caliber women specifically means women who haven't been around a whole entire fucking block. But you do need to be well positioned that you need. But you don't need game. And just like I tell guys that I work with all the time, it's like once you know who you are and women can see you for who you are in your presence, in your work, in your work ethic, in how you show up, even in your possessions, whatever the case is, if who you are is easily represented visually, that means it gets easier for them to want you for who you are. And all you have to do is play your position. You don't have to do much more convincing. You don't want to have to do much more convincing. But this is the nature of the game culture. And you get a lot of that in the manosphere. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying the fact that it's the dominant stream of information that's out there shows you that we're still stuck in this female validation system that many of us have a hard time escaping from. Because even if you decide that you want to work on your purpose, many men you know, are still trying to get their swerve on at the same time and have these hauntingly dysfunctional relationships that, you know, really does nothing but distract you. You know, with the way it is these days, you know, a lot of people will wonder or even ask if the manosphere itself is really just an online space for hurt men. And, you know, (laughs) when I first started doing this work, you know, posting my stuff on Facebook in 2016, I get a lot of women come and say, oh, somebody hurt you. You sound hurt. And I and I thought and I used to think about it to myself, like, you know, like I don't get I wouldn't get defensive. But I'm like, yo, you, you I don't know anyone who isn't hurt, who hasn't been hurt in this game. You get what I'm saying? If you out here having no game, not really understanding your value, not knowing your purpose, you will get hurt. Even if you're a player in Mac position and women want you and desire you, if you don't have a real orderly way of dealing with women as reflective of an orderly life, you will get hurt. And then you'll get hurt at home. You'll get hurt before you even get into intimate relationship position. And that'll be hurt inflicted to, to you possibly through your mother or, or, or your father or the lack thereof. But in some ways, it is a space for hurt men. But the real purpose is to rise above the true cause of the pain versus simply blaming women for their role. So it's a lot of blame game on the manosphere. And that ain't going to stop because the the space won't be fucking interested without the game, without the blame game, without the modern woman this and the modern woman that, or will they survive and all of this shit? Because, you know, that's part of what makes it interesting. But unsuspecting and no game having good guys will always get hurt by women. Always. That's just how it is because women have been set up this way and men have been set up this way. So whether emotionally or through other means like divorce or your children being used against you, men who don't know how to deal with women because they're using the wrong approach often get hurt. And that ain't going to stop. Because a lot of guys fall for the feminine charm, not understanding that there really is no feminine training behind the feminine charm that she shows whenever she wants to get your attention or wants something from you. So men are now on alert and are looking for ways to avoid this fate. You know, even dudes with no money are out here trying to avoid losing money in divorces. 
makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? You got to have something to lose any of it anyways. But the truth is, you know, everybody's on alert. We don't want to get played. Men are tired of getting played, especially good dudes. And good dudes, you know, depending on how old you are, good dudes had to struggle to get women's attention in the first place anyways because for the last 30, 40 years, they've been attracted to thugs and bad boys, meaning that after the thugs and bad boys and the popular dudes and the athletes had their way with them, that's when some of these good dudes finally got a chance after she's 25 with three kids or some stupid shit like that. You get what I'm saying? So men are literally trying to avoid this because you had good and great intentions, but she chose over you for so long and she chose basically the lower class dude who had a higher position than you. And now what do you think she is after being with so many of these bums? They're nothing like you. I talk about this in my book and I talk about it relatively. I mean, if you guys are apples and oranges, bro, you really need to think twice before you even lay down with these women. And it doesn't matter what attraction or connection that you've had with them. Me, myself, I got entangled with women who are from the past. That's what you don't want. You can't avoid it. So the manosphere, it, you know, it represents a different culture. This ain't, you know, Les Brown and Tony Robbins in the era of motivational speaking. You know what I'm saying? We learn best from men who who are, for the most part, recovering from some of the same mistakes that we made. We just want to see that, okay, especially a guy like me, you know, I want to be an inspiration to guys who got in over their heads with women in relationships, probably had children with women on some freak accident type of thing, you know, didn't really know what you were doing. I want guys to understand that, hey, man, you can get your shit together. You can get your value together. You could be who you're supposed to be. You can't, you don't have to allow crazy dysfunctional situations define what you get for the rest of your life. You don't have to be stuck with these type of women. You really don't. That's the power of being a man. Cause when you really do take control of your life, these things eventually come in order where it's not, it's not the same for a woman who eventually knows herself after having two or three kids with two or three dudes. You get what I'm saying? It's not the same. She really doesn't have the power to transcend her life because if the dude left her with the children then they become her responsibility everybody for the most part is trying to be you know an undisputed alpha who doesn't have to go through these things but it's kind of too late for most of us like you know you're talking about 20 something year olds talking about they don't want to get played and they don't want this and they want that to happen but listen this has been going on for 50 60 70 years like you were born in a loop in time where this already happened so you know the manosphere if anything is here to show us that there were alternative forms of relationships that didn't involve us groveling and seeking approval from women. You get what I'm saying? And we as men, even though we don't know what that even means, we have to find our way back to it because the present system is not working and we're united on the fact that this is not working and we can't continue it. But it's going nowhere if we're still seeking to have any kind of relations with these women that we speak so ill of. With these same women. And even if they didn't have children with multiple dudes, it didn't mean that didn't fuck multiple dudes that were below your level. Good dudes shouldn't want to be with these women. And I do understand that they're highly attractive. And the ones that, that are more wife material are few or far between. Because the truth is, if she's wifey worthy, somebody got her, bro. Somebody got her. Yeah, sure. Perhaps she'd been picked over and played and treated badly for some years before that. But by a certain period of time, if she's wife material, somebody's got her. One of the things I say that the Manosphere says the loudest right now is that we're just beyond 
um, a masculinity that's fashioned by society's feminist ideals. We're beyond that. We're not trying to fit the ideals of what feminist type women and men think men should be. So it's certainly not just a space for hurt men. But yeah, we got a lot of naive and somewhat effeminate men looking to learn game, looking to redefine their masculine essence. And that's a byproduct of how society is. For the most part, many of us, our families never had a fucking chance from the get go. And this when your mother and father were fucking on coke and alcohol and, 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 and made you in the 1970s and never got back to each other or hated each other or didn't even know each other. Man, that's it's been going on for a long time. So, you know, we're all recovering from this. And in many cases, this is the space where men get to do this with the help of other men. Pardon the interruption. If you're enjoying the content that I'm sharing here on this brand new podcast, guys, please do your boy a favor and leave some reviews, leave some comments, like, share, do all that stuff. The average man in America is highly stressed out. We live in a society where the food is highly estrogenic in nature. And as a result of the excessive amounts of estrogenic compounds found in our food, water, and air supply, men are literally suffering from epidemically low levels of testosterone. Low testosterone and high levels of stress literally equals an unhealthy man. Unfortunately, I can't make the stress go away. But what I can do is help you manage the stress with my line of premium adaptogenic herbs specifically for the male nervous system, only available when you become a member of my Men's Wellness Club. Membership includes one, two, or even three of my premium adaptogenic herbs delivered to you monthly. These are all herbs clinically proven to help your body adapt to stress. These are all testosterone boosting and hormone regulating herbs that you will notice an immediate effect on your sex drive as well as your overall mood. Become a member of the Men's Wellness Club over at IamNakata.com. You know, when I released my book in 2016 and, and I knew that this was a book for men and I knew that this was content specifically aimed for men, I knew that it went against the dominant game and pickup artist culture that filled the manosphere at the time. In my book and content, I'm advocating for personal development through knowledge of self, health, emotional healing, and the hardcore, real hardcore pursuit of your life's purpose versus this serial monogamy, dating culture that most men are literally looking to be primetime players in. Many men know that it's taking them nowhere, but they want to be a player in it because of that female validation system that we've been talking about. Like, it's embedded. You want a little bit of the action from them hoes out there. You get what I'm saying? You want them to throw some pussy at you. You know, so you will subconsciously do things to show that you actually desire that to be a part of that. And you know, for the dudes who are struggling to be validated by women, you know, I get it. You don't care about the self-improvement aspects of masculinity yet, especially when you're 22 to 25, 27, and you didn't get the pussy that you wanted, and you didn't get the, you know, you weren't the hot dude in high school. You're still trying to be validated by women. You know what I'm saying? So right now, you probably need the gratification of banging multiple dead-end women to feel alpha for a while. I get it, because I've spoken to many of these young men, and I totally understand, and it ain't just something for men in their 20s. It certainly applies to men in their 30s and 
and 40s who didn't really hit their stride until around that age and still haven't found wife material because mostly because they haven't found themselves yet, but they want to experience that life. They want to be validated by women. But unfortunately, this mindset is just too ingrained in our culture for the average male to resist it. So this is going to be something that we have to contend with. It's going to be content that men are looking for. Men are constantly going to be looking to get another opportunity with the girl that they didn't have enough game to close the deal on. They want to get better and do that. And I totally understand, but it's a waste of fucking time. But like I said, game does have its time and place. It's just not before your life's purpose. It's just not before healing from not having a father, healing from having a terrible mom or a terrible situation from all the stuff that you experience. It's not before that. And unfortunately, that's the order. Learn game, get women, deal with all your shit later. Well, later sometimes never comes until a man has really experienced the emptiness of sleeping with multiple women whom none of them can qualify for as a wife until he learns that he's wasting time, energy and money in these situations. But sometimes you just kind of you just got to get it first to realize that it wasn't all that. And that's just how we are. But, you know, I'm just hoping that the men who can literally see that, okay, maybe you can learn some game. Maybe you can fuck a few more women. Maybe you can, you know, get out there, become more popular, so forth, so on. But is it worth it to attract a woman who's not going to stick around? Is it worth it just to sleep with women to validate yourself? You get what I'm saying? It's not. So much of the manosphere is about awareness, when it comes to women. And and I do believe that it's going to change. But because so many men can't see past a woman's tight dress and some sweet perfume. And, you know, the truth is, by the time a man has gone through all of these situations and wasted the time, the money and the energy, that's when you would think to, OK, I'm done with this shit. I need to focus on my life's purpose, need to focus on my stability, all the things that I'm looking forward to in my life, you would think that that's, that's a good time to start doing it. But like I said, you know, many men by this time, they're addicted to the lifestyle and going without women to take, you know, to take their life's purpose seriously becomes an extremely difficult thing for the average guy to do. Trust me, I've been interacting with thousands of men over the last few years and I'm hearing what y'all are saying. And I'm also hearing this from the coaching that I do. By the time you go out there, even if you weren't that talented with women, after you learn some game, go out there, do a few things, do this, do that. You now become addicted to that lifestyle because you are addicted to being validated by having a woman. So I've heard it all, you know, with, with the men that I work with, like, you know, why can't I have a woman and pursue my purpose at the same time? You know, she's different. She's going to help me in what I need to do. You know, I'm a man. I need to have a release from time to time. It's just some sex. It ain't no relationship. It ain't no big deal. And like I said, I can't tell these guys no sometimes because you got to go through what you got to go through. But the risk is high. Because years later, you'll find many of these men still have no defined purpose in his life. And all because what? Because he thought that he could find his purpose and seek validation from women simultaneously? Nah, bruh. 
That's not how it works. The rites of passages were initiated amongst young boys before they got the puberty thing or around the same time. But that same energy is being manipulated by the elder men around who are showing him to use it to find his life's purpose and his calling and develop his masculinity. Many men don't get that. So at a critical time in our lives, we're bypassing the energy and the discipline that it takes to focus on our life's purpose to go towards women. So trying to do it simultaneously now that's not how you're supposed to do it but nonetheless it's extremely difficult especially when you have to have a new girl every 30 days (laughs) you know at the end of the day you know i'm not here to criticize the manosphere i'm here to tell it like it is and i've definitely like i said earlier seen some evolution here you know in the manosphere over the last two to three years for sure But it's just not enough content creators out here who can help young enough men realize that happiness in life comes through knowledge of self and the following of one's purpose. And it may not seem that way initially, but you will get to the goal if you go through these avenues first. These days, it's implied in a lot of the the content that these guys have had to step up their their game to include. A lot of them are talking about purpose. When I dropped my book in, in 2016, a lot of these guys were not talking about purpose. You get what I'm saying? But they got to infuse it in there to show that they're evolving, even though they're still highly focused on women. But there are men in the manosphere with actual skills and wisdom to actually help another man draw closer to his true self and life purpose. But they're rare. And, you know, when I put this energy out there, I'm certain that more of it will come because it's needed. There are millions of men who didn't have fathers. There are millions of men who had fathers and their fathers were missing. There are millions of men who, like me, who had fathers who were older and didn't really prepare us for modern women. So, you know, the, the space is needed. The truth is content covering the stupidity of modern women is just too good not to cover or watch. You know, women, for the most part, are literally lost in today's world. And some men, especially after being hurt by them, played by them and and seeing what's going on in the world, take joy in watching them flounder on the Internet. Because, (laughs) you know, I, I when I watch some of the stuff that women say on Kevin Samuels show, when I watch, you know, some of the content creators that are covering divorces, marriages and various other things and how they break it down. I'm just like, yo, like no one was analyzing women before we were just looking up to them trying to get some sex from them not really analyzing all the fucking stupid moves that they made sometimes that they made with men's children out of stupidity you know what i'm saying out of this feeling of empowerment like we're watching them on the internet and we're calling them out but they're watching us too that's what we can't forget. The truth is, you know, in the manosphere, if it's not blame women stuff, it's how to recognize women's patterns and then sleep with them. You know what I'm saying? And the truth is, excessive focus on purpose finding, especially for under 40 men, is just not that appealing. I know because I've been talking about it for five years. Men, we love to talk this relationship stuff, but we don't want to talk about how much work it really takes year over year over year to really find and define your life's purpose and, you know, heal from some of the shit that has happened to you in this world. To feel comfortable, to feel confident. That shit ain't no two, three month journey. You're not okay after you hit the gym for a year and you got some muscles. That don't fix all your problems. You know what I'm saying? The truth is that it's a lonely road to walk when you're walking towards your life's purpose. And many men don't want to walk it alone. And they don't want to walk it alone because they've never been alone. They've always had a little girl or a lady or somebody in their ear. 
You know what I'm saying? Nor do they want to give up their dysfunctional sex addictions to these crazy bitches that they be fucking because that's the only ones that they can get. So, you know, giving all that up to be lonely and to walk your life's purpose, that shit ain't appealing. The stuff that you see on the manosphere is much more appealing talking about these women and criticizing them. You get what I'm saying? And dropping some game. But the truth is, if the game is only empowering me to learn how to move in a room full of vultures, because all the women are vultures, learning game is just being wise enough to keep them from picking you apart. You get what I'm saying? Like, if if that's where you want to be, then, hey... (laughs) do you but that ain't for me man the game is too dirty and and no matter how skilled you are you're gonna get dirty when you're in it and the truth is men know that they need to be in the presence of men who can help them grow that's why they're on youtube you get what i'm saying that's why we listening to all the shit that we're listening that's why anybody would be listening to me right now but time alone without any sexual attachments any kind of dating no casual no potential it's absolutely necessary to your personal evolution and growth bro and i don't care how long it lasts even if it feels like you're going crazy it's good for you you know men have to work harder these days to develop their masculine identities because there's just been too much confusion about what masculinity truly is you're growing up without a father how do you really know if you don't have it demonstrated to you by example You know, we're modeling too much shit off TV and music. This modeling form of masculinity has not worked. (laughs) Yeah, I know that the manosphere is heavy on game, is heavy on money, is heavy on power. And that has its place. We all want that. Even a healthy man wants to have the gift of the gab with women and and, and business and, and relationships. He wants to have some money and some success and some power. Of course, even that good, healthy man wants that. But most of what you're hearing and seeing, they can't effectively show a man how to use these aspects of development for anything other than getting women because they think that's the epitome of having money having good communication skills and having some power use it to get a woman nah bro that's so simple that's so simple how are we gonna fucking evolve if that's what you're using it for even if you got money you know what i'm saying i know if if your woman is attracted to you because of it you got a problem You're going to have to know how second and third level game to see if she's even capable of being what you need. And you got to know what you need first. That's just I mean, that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it is. And I I definitely see the space evolving. There's some really great content creators out here in the manosphere that are keeping it thorough, keeping it 100 and not necessarily entirely focused on how men adjust to modern women. But how men need to look at themselves in a world that, for the most part, hates us. The misandry in this world is pervasive. Like, there's no question about it that men feel hate at every stop that they make. From job to home to church, like, you will feel a degree of people who just don't want you to get ahead. You know, you will feel hate from women who think you have power that you really don't have. 
You get what I'm saying? So, like, that there's so much that we have to fight against. There's no wonder why the manosphere is such a big place and such a growing space, as, you know, as it is right now. But it's got to continue to grow. It's got to get bigger than this. It's got to show um, a little bit more evolution. It's got to lead men to higher versions of themselves and not just for the purpose of attracting women. It's got to do more than what it's doing right now. Me, personally, I have some more ideas of what it needs to be to be fully beneficial to men at large but we can get into that at another time i'm here to say it's a great space it's a needed space and and many men are going to find something from it that they can use but you know we really got to reorientate ourselves it can't be for the purpose of being validated by women this is nakata guys catch you on the next episode pardon the interruption if you're enjoying the content that I'm sharing here on this brand new podcast, guys, please do your boy a favor and leave some reviews, leave some comments, like, share, do all that stuff. I would certainly appreciate any support that I get from you guys. And as usual, you can connect with me at IamNakata.com.